Boy, I had a dream last night. No, it wasn't an awesome dream in Martin Luther King's words. And it wasn't a recurring dream either. Not your typical get to school without your clothes on sort of dream or have someone ask you a question at work and you can't answer it sort of dream. Actually, my recurring dream slash nightmare is that I've landed somewhere on an op and I don't have my night vision goggles or maybe I forgot to load my weapon or don't have any ammo, something like that. And really, just to be clear, the fear there in that recurring dream is not for my own safety. It's really for letting my brothers down on that operation. But no, last night's dream was not one of those recurring dreams. It was a dream where I burned in. Burning in means you hit the ground instead of free falling and opening your parachute. It was a weird situation. I was on some sort of floating platform and it was explicit in the dream with me and whoever my jump master was at the time that I hadn't free falled, free fallen in a while. I couldn't even read my altimeter because it was sort of a footnote on some digital watch, like how high I was at the time. But we decided that it was cool to go anyway. My altimeter wasn't the problem, though. Then the, the real problem, or at least the, the first problem I encountered was that I couldn't remember, <laughs> in the dream at least, if I was supposed to pull across my body or straight from kind of my chest out. So usually in a free fall rig, you've got your main parachute on one side and you've got your reserve parachute on the other side. Reserve, obviously, is the thing you use if your main doesn't deploy or deploy properly. And for some reason, I couldn't remember sort of how to position my hands uh, and, and deploy main and then, <laughs> then the reserve. I couldn't actually read my altimeter going down, but we started at a very low altitude anyway, so I knew I was approaching the ground rather quickly. Even despite my confusion at pulling handles and pillows and everything else that <laughs> I needed to do to deploy anything that would slow me down, nothing actually worked. When I pulled my handle, it just kept pulling a cord farther and farther out. <laughs> and you don't really have to pull it that far for a parachute to deploy, usually. But this cord just kept on coming out of my rig with nothing happening behind me and catching some air. So I burned in. I felt myself hit the ground on the desert floor, freefall school, at least when I went through, was in Yuma, Arizona. Hit the desert floor, and it hurt a little bit. And the next thing I remember is walking back under my own power into a building where a whole bunch of other team guys were. And... I am not a celebrity, 
maybe I'm a celebrity to some podcast listeners here or some blog readers on Medium, but I am definitely no celebrity. But I think maybe I know what that feels like now because everyone was looking at me from afar, kind of astonished, and very few people would actually talk to me in that circumstance. I went about my morning and based upon the discussions that I did have with guys I was close with, including some guys who unfortunately have not made it and have uh, since moved on from this life, appeared in the dream and explained to me that not only did I burn in, but there was blood everywhere was the exact quote. And I realized that somehow I had made it through some miracle. And, you know, it's strange sometimes when you feel such powerful emotions or, or have such powerful experiences in dreams, other than the typical fear, you know, or falling dreams or, um, I granted this was a falling dream, but a, a very different kind. Um, or, you know, some sort of sexual dream, but this kind of deep life experience in a dream where essentially in that case, I've experienced death or as close as you can to it and lived another day. And I had this profound realization of this new lease on life. And at that point, obviously very little matters. You realize how much noise there is around us and how we don't emphasize the important things, the critical things enough, the things that we truly care about, the goals, values, and people that matter most to us. And between thinking about what those things were for me and how I wanted to double down on those and thinking about people that I had not talked to in a long time and, and wanted to suddenly reach out to in this new life that I had in my dream. It was an invigorating experience, both in the dream and this morning when I got up. Before I woke up, I was walking up some stairwell in this mythical building that doesn't exist in Yuma, Arizona. And a guy that I used to work for was the, the first one to really kind of come up to me like a normal person. And he goes, Spoonie, because Spoonie is one of the many nicknames I've held in life and did in the teams. He's, he goes, Spoonie, live Moss. And I'm kind of like, what? Taco Bell? And for some reason, it actually is a quite profound thing to say at that point. Because I truly was living more after that death that I somehow walked away from. And really, that's what we all want to do, right? We all want to live more. We all want to act as if we had that new lease on life. The phrase carpe diem is not there for nothing. 
thanks to our Greek forebears. Where's that Latin? I can never remember. Whoever they were, <laughs> carpe diem is an important concept, but very few of us take it that seriously. So count this as my urging to you, friends. Whether you stop by Taco Bell and get a chalupa today or not, please burn this in to your consciousness. Do more, be more, and live moss. Rainiac Productions. If you like The Warrior Poet, there's more great content on Instagram. Follow Shri, The Warrior Poet, on Instagram. That's S-R-I, The Warrior Poet. You can also get to know me on a personal level by following Shri, actually, on Instagram as well. The Warrior Poet is produced by Laddie, with special contributions by Spoonman and me, Shri. No, 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 Kevin. Mina Dua. Spita.